Welcome to the Smart Industry Podcast, Remaking Industry, where we dive deep into the tools, techniques, and technologies that are accelerating digital transformation. All right, thanks for joining us. Uh, my name is Chris McNamara, Editor-in-Chief with Smart Industry. Today we're talking to Phil Marshall, COO of Hillshire North America. Uh, we're looking at the role of security in digital transformation. This is a hot topic for everybody in this space, so we're eager to dive into this with Phil. Phil, uh, good afternoon, good morning, how you doing? Good, yourself? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks, uh, first off, for um, Hillshire sponsoring our Insight webinar series to which this um, podcast is tied to. We love having you uh, as part of that webinar series. Yeah, yes. Excellent. Let's start off with, with a really a broad question before we get into to the meat of the discussion here. What's the current state of um, security uh, in the world of manufacturing? It's early in its life. Um, we've, got, we've done a lot of work in the industry to create security in what we're doing, um, but implementation or adoption is very early in the cycle. Up until Stuxnet, um, we thought we had, uh, we were secure by obscurity. And so very few people even thought about the topic. Um, but since Stuxnet and the most recent one I've read about is the water facility in Florida, um, we are no longer obscure. And, and in fact, we are probably targets and uh, PLCs are, are vulnerable, and that's been proven consistently, and devices are vulnerable, and, and devices being vulnerable, even if it's a switch. Um, the one in Florida was about a water plant, uh, water treatment facility, and the hackers opened up the lye valve and increased the concentration of lye in the, in the town's drinking water. Yeah. So, um, this is serious stuff and, and things have, things are changing in the industry and we have to change with, uh, what's happening in the world. Why are utilities or manufacturing, um, enterprises increasingly targets for bad actors? Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure I can answer that. I would never do it myself. So, <laughs> um, seems irresponsible and, and hurting people for, for no reason. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yes. Um, let's talk, uh, Phil, tell us a little bit about um, who, what Hillshire is and tell us about your role there. Well, uh, Hillshire is a manufacturer of industrial communications technology. Uh, it's 35 years now. And we started off with the traditional field buses, which were um, secure because they never breached the facility walls. Mm -hmm. uh, about 15 years ago, these industrial protocols, uh, industrial Ethernet protocols started coming out. Uh, the end users wanted Ethernet for their infrastructure instead of proprietary bus structures. And Hillshire is, is gone with the flow and we now make uh, component level technology and products for the industrial Ethernet protocols. Um, globally, the Profinets of the world and Ethernet IP and multitude of others. And as COO, uh, describe your role a little bit. I started Hillshire North America 20 years ago, and uh, um, we've been growing ever since. Excellent. Um, you know, we just touched on it a minute ago with the first question there. Um, how is security changing as digital transformation matures among manufacturers, as more and more people get on board and some of these strategies mature a little bit? 
how is that affecting um, security? How is security changing in this uh, industry 4.0 era? Well, security is a, is a, a elbow in the industry. Um, uh, the component vendors, the people that make valves, the people that make limit switches or I.O. blocks, um, many of them used uh, standard Ethernet chips when they started implementing industrial networks, uh-huh. Ethernet networks. And those chips had no security infrastructure in them at all. And, and now that you've got these um, more secure architectures, PLC to device architectures, um, those chips are now changing into uh, devices that support certificates. They have to have secure storage in the hardware, and they have to have encryption capability in the devices. Mm-hmm. And, and all that is a new generation of technology. So even if you had a device that supported um, standard industrial communication protocols, it'd take a new design to add uh, encryption and uh, secure storage for certificates. So um, devices that have been around for 20 years are, are being obsoleted. Yeah. Uh, your devices. So it's a big change for the manufacturers. Is it for, for the, uh, you know, for the end users, um, does it, does it inhibit digital transformation in any respect? Does it add another addition uh, uh, or an additional wariness to connecting your assets? Is that something that, that manufacturing owners are considering when they're, when they're deciding whether or not to jump fully into this um, connected world? I think um, all of this is interlinked pretty heavily, and uh, as we as we adopt the uh, uh, edge computing and digital uh, transformation, we're taking advantage of the cloud um, and and architectures out outside of our facility. And if you do that, security has to be at the top of your um, priority list. And in our facilities. Unless they're brand new with brand new devices, we have very little secure infrastructure beyond a firewall. Yeah. And so, depending on how far you go with this, it requires a whole new attitude, a whole new infrastructure. Start from scratch and and design your facility accordingly. Yeah. What's your risk levels? Risk assessments now become a big part of things. Yeah. Well, and it's good that it's top of mind, you know, and I love the concept of, you know, a brand new facility with completely new assets started from scratch. That's rarely a reality, right? Oftentimes we're, um, in the vast majority of cases, we're talking about retrofitting brownfield assets, correct? Oh, yeah. Well, yes, new plants, that is a rarity. But even retrofitting uh, new fac- or re- retrofitting old facilities, how many people will take um, when you build a machine, the typical attitude is you get the PLC working and and don't ch- don't touch it after that. Right. So, so we're looking at new ways of adding uh, um, information to collect this stuff without touching the PLCs. Putting a yeah. parallel network on a faci- on a machine and and try to get some of that. Uh, I mean, ultimately, what we're trying to do with the industrial networks is improve productivity. Sure. And, and what does that really amount to? There's uh, predictive maintenance and process optimization. And, and so we're, we're trying to get toward, towards allowing those things to happen uh, to increase productivity. Yeah. 
Um, how's the pandemic changing things here? Um, we're recording this in um, mid-March 2021, where we're starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel here with the um, COVID situation. How is that changing security tactics? And do you think um, the changes that we've seen in the past six months, let's say, is that going to be the new normal? Will those changes be permanent and, and persist post-pandemic, or will we revert to some of the ways we were doing things a year ago? I don't think we'll revert to the way we were doing things a year a year ago. And in fact, I think um, there's a new bar of what we have to meet. Um, the pandemic hit, and overnight people were sent home, and and people that could work from home were told to work from home. And my wife is still working from home, so it's been over a year now. Yeah. And, and companies' infrastructure was never designed for – 90% of their staff from working from home and people bolted things together, used their home computers, um, did whatever it took to, to keep working. And I think people are going to uh, document and architect that solution um, to improve security. Uh, people went home and used their home computers and, and who knows what viruses were on it or infrastructure. Sure. Um, or even whether Norton was uh, an antivirus software package was even installed. Sure. On, on sure. So I think things are going to change a lot, continue yeah. to change and, and harden up from a security perspective. Maybe that's a bit of a silver lining within this uh, tough situation here. Um, talk to me about um, mindset, about um, connecting devices in, on the security front. We've touched on this a little bit in the discussion here, but You've got um, a nice long tenure here in this space. How would you recognize changing um, perceptions uh, or concerns or recognizing the benefits of, of connecting the full enterprise and, and connecting all these assets with a truly digitalized approach? Is it, uh, is it the norm currently? What's, what state are we at here with uh, maturity in terms of mindset of this stuff? Um, the, the solution providers, the big PLC vendors, have have made a huge amount of progress of adopting security um, but a lot of the other device vendors are just really starting to look at it and in some ways fearful of it mm -hmm. um, uh, there's some bleeding edge companies that are starting to implement security and trying to understand what it takes to do that uh, but our even our manufacturing lines are really struggling with how to how to put a certificate on a device yeah and, and none of these things are really documented for device vendors yet. And, and so we are really in the infancy of, of adding security to a, a full factory. And what's the reason for that sluggish adoption here? Is it, is it uh, you know, the unknown, people just kind of avoiding doing that? Is it having to change processes and products that is so costly? What's the reason for that um, slow adoption? Yes. device yes. manufacturers let's say yes yes knowledge uh having to redesign products that they've been selling for years right um, the costs associated with it um, uh, um essentially you're re-engineering a product to to do something that really doesn't improve the value proposition of the product um in terms of productivity it's, yeah. it's strictly a all you're doing is adding security to it, and, and many people look at that as, do I have to? Right. 
And, and as time goes on, yes, we have to. <laughs> In industry, we have to. Yeah. Um, sorry, Phil. Yep, can't have people dumping lye in your water supply. Yeah, yeah, no joke. Uh, and, and maybe it's, a, you know, I'm sure you've seen, you know, people ignore, 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 and then a catastrophe happens, and then they're furious at somebody for not having addressed this stuff prior to a catastrophe happening. I get NIST uh, statements every week at factory level, uh, security breaches and security information. This is a big topic for everyone right now. Government <laughs> on down knows that ha this has to be done. Talk to me about personnel there, people knowing what has to be done, particularly in terms of IT and OT teams. Um, IT-OT convergence is one of the main uh, pillars that we're always talking about here. Um, as those two parties merge, ideally, um, how is cybersecurity at the enterprise level changing? Is it getting better understood by everybody? I think there's a definite merger of uh... Uh, the two departments, manufacturing and IT. Um, by the way, my degree is on IT, and, and, and I'm not sure how I ended up in manufacturing. But, uh, <laughs> well, you're the perfect person then for this state. Well, 30, 35 years ago, security wasn't high on the, uh, nearly as high on the list as it is now. Out of the curve. So is, 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 is security better understood now as those uh, two formerly disparate uh, teams marry a little bit? Well, IT is definitely in the lead here, and, and they've been doing it for years in the office environment, and and you have a Windows PC, every every device has a password on it, and, and you can uh, set up your architecture to be as secure as possible. You put virus scanning software on it, and all these things are in place and have been for years. Mm -hmm. on, on, in the factory, um, I dare say that most factories, it would be hard to find a, a device level uh, part that has secure, built, secure boot built into it. Hmm. So um, we are years, many years behind the IT groups. Yeah. Uh is there an awareness of that uh, need to get up to speed or are people still in the dark? There's, I think there's an awareness of the need. Um, I think there's a struggle on how to do it. I yeah. think weariness of how to do it. Is security going to reduce my productivity in the plant? Sure. And, and, and how do I maintain it? Um, there's a new, there has to be a new set of rules how to do everything from updating devices uh, to installing new devices on, on in the system. You just can't drop in a spare part and the PLC sees it and it's, and it's happy. Right. It's not that easy anymore. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, you, uh, your messaging in, in, in forums like this uh, helps uh, move the needle uh, a little bit. Um, last question for you here, Phil. Um, what is encouraging about the next phase of industrial security? What excites you about this space and, and what do you find to be optimistic um, in the very near future? Well, you're now asking a question that's right at the heart of what we do as a company. Uh -huh. um, uh, security is representing the next generation of, of activities in industrial networks. 
and we're in the middle of it. Um, our NetX90 chip was the first chip with security infrastructure built into it, secure boot, encryption, and the ability and secure storage for the next generation of devices the industry needs. Uh, we're currently working on a second generation of secure chips um, for even more advanced functionality. So for um, the commodity of industrial networking, this is an exciting time for Hillshire. And given that I've been doing this for 35 years, um, uh, I'm finding it a fascinating time. Yeah. Well, you have good perspective, uh, having been in this space for um, such a long period of time. Phil Marshall with Hillshire North America, thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Thank you. And uh, we appreciate Hillshire um, sponsoring our Insights uh, webinar series uh, that kicks off in early April. We hope you join us for that. Um, thank you to our audience for listening. We always uh, enjoy sharing uh, expert perspective with you. As always, we remind everyone to go out and make it a smart day.